You are listening to The Benchcast with your hosts, Elvis Mendez and Coach Ben. Hey guys, Coach Ben here, and you are listening to The Benchcast. How we all doing today? Coach Ben here with small arm, leg strong. We got a great episode for you guys. Uh, starting with uh, the drawing for our raffle winner from this past weekend. Uh, we are down at RPS Insurrection in Long Island. It's a great event held down at Hofstra University. So plenty of space. Uh, you talk about a great venue. Definitely one of those great venues for RPS uh, we had a hell of a time. Um, I had a lifter competing on Saturday morning, Molly Rip, who did fantastic. She went nine for nine with three all-time PRs. And this is all coming back um, after two-year layoff. She did fantastic. You know, we, we did push the numbers, but, you know, we wanted to set nice baselines. And she had some grinders, especially on that bench. And that, that deadlift came up pretty smooth, but... She really impressed us all with a 140-pound bench, getting over that plate. Uh, a lot of potential there. So shout-out to her. She did amazing at the meet, 9 for 9 again. Um, and we were at the table. We're at the booth, and kneeling and dealing. Molly did this all while having to go to school, physical therapy. She's working yeah. all the time. It's great. Yeah, talk about being a busy lifter. You know, we did the, the podcast on, like, time management. Uh, she definitely falls in that category of having to just get what she can done. Um, so, you know, she can do it. You guys can do it. No excuses. You know, even if you get your meat and potatoes in, you can get your training in. But uh, we're at the table doing our, our normal raffle, and the winner is going to receive free apparel item of their choice off BigBenches.com. We got some really awesome Black Friday sales coming out soon, um, you know, the next day here. And I want you to make sure... You check that out because you don't want to miss it. It's going to run all the way up until Cyber Monday. So you have the entire weekend to snag a major deal. So, Elvis, we got the box right here. Yep. You're my witness. For those watching on the YouTubes here, you're seeing this box. For those listening, I am holding a box in my hand. And we're about to pick the winner of this raffle. All right, Elvis, make sure there's no yep, funny lucky business. Winner. Lucky winner. No funny business. I'm shaking the box. It's fair game. Alright, thanks for everyone entering. Alright, I'm going to grab a random piece of paper out of this box here. Alright. Oh, two just came out. No, that one dropped. I have the winner in my hand. <laughs> Put that one back in the box. Put that one back in the box. Ooh. Put it back. Put it back. Was it you? It was not me. It was someone I know, though. <laughs> well, they lost. I'm going to tell her that she lost. She didn't even have a chance of winning. All right. She's we the have, first one who lost. We have our raffle winner for those listening. And the lucky winner goes to King Jose. Jose Martinez is our raffle winner. You heard it here first, everyone. Thanks for entering, everyone who stopped by the booth. I uh, really appreciated talking to you all. Had a great time. So we'll be reaching out to. King Jose, Jose Martinez, he will be a free uh, free apparel item of his choice. 
All right, so I wanted to touch on today's topic of the bench cast is on sticking point mid-range in the bench press. All right, and how we can overcome this from training tools and tips. And this is in conjunction with our focus group that we're running right now, which is on the midpoint, uh, the mid-range sticking point of the bench. So we're talking just a few inches off the chest, um, getting through that sticking point. And if you haven't checked out our focus groups, we run them on Facebook, through Facebook groups. And it's really a rewarding experience because we cover a particular sticking point of the bench press, whether it's you know off your chest, mid-range, we had a focus group on leg drive, all these different technical aspects of the bench press. We touch on it through these focus groups for two weeks, all right, and it's entirely free to enter. We have a great group of people on Facebook all working together to get better. So this is a free opportunity. Our next one, we will be taking registrations for this weekend. All right. Um, make sure all of you enter. You can see the uh, the entry through our Instagram. All right. And I'll, I'll post it some other places on our Facebook and whatnot. But make sure you guys get involved in these. You know, they're entirely free and you're going to get better as a result. So, uh, check those out. But touching on mid-range sticking point today. So do you ever get stuck one to two inches off the chest? You know, this this is your podcast. This is going to help you get better. All right. First thing I look at when working with someone that has this sticking point is technique first. All right. What do they look like in their setup? How are they executing the press? Because majority of the time, someone that's getting stuck mid-range, it's very rarely a weakness in the triceps, as many imagine. You, know, you probably see all the time, everyone gets stuck in that area, they start hammering triceps. They start doing a lot of um, partial range movements, and it's not necessarily what they need to do to get better. It's, it's mostly a technical aspect, and they're training the complete opposite of what they really need to get better. All right, they need to get better off the chest and through technique majority of the time. All right, so the biggest thing I see is those who heave the bar. All right, classic heave when you sink the bar into your chest and then you try to, to lunge it off your chest using momentum. All right, those lifters with enough weight, they're going to encounter this exact sticking point. All right, and, and many times you don't even really realize you're doing it. You know, we already had some people in the group who have posted some videos, and I explained to them, hey, you know, a big reason why you're encountering this sticking point is because of the touch pressure of the bench. Remember, we did that that video on touch pressure, how you're not supposed to let a ton of that weight actually sink into your chest. People deload way too much of that bar weight into their chest and try to use that momentum to get that bar started. All right, momentum-based lifting is going to guarantee you get stuck mid-range on the bench because you're going to get a tremendous pop off the chest, but there's nothing behind it. You know, there's no tightness, no, um, you know, technique and force behind it to carry it through. So that's the first place I'll start with anyone. You know, how how's the technique and 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 primary focus? You know, how's the touch pressure? Got to make sure that you're not heaving the bar using momentum. And so on, so on. All right. Uh, another big deal is 
making sure that you're, you're training that bottom range to staying in a good position, um, that you're pressing from a good bottom position. Um, you know, we just posted up a video today on bottom position. You want your, for, your elbow 45 degrees out from the body and your wrist over your elbow. All right. If you're not in a good bottom position, if you're landing too, uh, too low, then you're going to have to result in type of a, a scooping press. And that's going to end up being tricky to get through that mid-range as well. So, guys, first thing you want to look for, technique. And then we'll actually worry about tricep strength. You know, you know most people that have trouble, um, actual trouble with tricep strength, getting through the mid-range is those with those long-ass arms. They got a long way to go. They got a long way to go, and it's very, very difficult to keep that bar speed going throughout the whole range. And you know, we got those giraffe arms. Just the right? stretch at the bottom of the press is tremendous. Yeah, so, you know, they're, they're going to get a good pop. Even if they're in a good position, they'll get a good pop off the, uh, off the chest, a lot of stretch reflex there, but... A lot of times those longer arm benchers, they're really going to struggle mid-range. And that's actually where we can improve that by, by getting the tricep strength up. Some of my favorite movements for that, close grip board press. You've done some close grip board pressing, right? Yep, love them. How do you think about that? You really, you really like those? They definitely, I feel more confident in benching having those in my routine. Close grip bench, that's my, one of my go-tos, using the board, adopting a closer grip. Um, and, and the key with that, guys, the key with that is that you place the board at the correct height. So whereas I may use a two or three board, a longer arm bencher may use a four, five board, you know, because what you're after is when you're coming down, if you just kind of um, make a fist and pretend you're benching here, right, when you're coming down, eventually elbow flexion is going to stop, and then you'll see that your shoulder's just going to keep coming back, and we're going to get a pec stretch. We want to avoid that pec stretch and just keep all that tension right there in the triceps with that closer grip. So that's one of my go-tos is the close grip board press. Love that movement. Train that a lot since I'm a shirted lifter, um, and that goes for any of you too. If you're a shirted lifter, you should be doing a lot of that partial range work to bring up your tricep strength. It will help tremendously. Um, another go-to floor pressing love me some floor pressing again i'll adopt a close grip for that just to put the emphasis on the triceps and have to press through a longer range of motion floor pressing i love um yeah i don't know if you ever use the axle bar you ever use that thick axle bar i really love that um for the floor pressing as well thicker grip because it, it'll uh, allow you to just kind of focus on what's going on with your lats and your triceps you won't command so much with your arms, with the larger grip to that. Um, throwing some chains, some bands on any of these movements helps a ton. Um, I really like me some spoto pressing. Spoto pressing. Because I'm, I'm stopping right where I would, you know, have that failure. Two, yeah, three inches off the chest. control it in yep. that area. And it, like, cuts out the momentum. I can't let it sink in. I can't heave up. Mm -hmm. I have to just lock it in there. Exactly. And, and the nice thing about the spoto press is that you can really target any part in a range of motion you can adopt the mid-range stopping point or really close to the chest so wherever you really need that extra time under tension you can stop that that bar in that range 
Um, something else I really like too is some of this double pause work. Um, you know, getting down to your chest level, training a regular comp pause there, but then on the press up, actually stopping at that point that you're very weak and, um, you know, just drilling home time under tension in that zone, having to control the bar in that zone. Feels like some bullshit. Feels like some things you don't want to do. Feels like the devil himself, but it'll help yeah. your bench press. Good point. You're not going to enjoy any of this <laughs> stuff. When we're working on weak points, guys, it's going to suck because you're probably not going to be able to handle much weight, and that really gets in the lifters' heads. You know, over time and time again, when I'm working with, with lifters, I assign to these variations, I assign sometimes a percentage zone. And when lifters aren't in that percentage zone just because it's such a weak point, they really get in their head about it, and they think they're behind the eight ball. But um, that's great that we found a weakness that you can't even keep up with, you know, a decent percentage with, because we know it's going to get better and it's going to have a huge transfer over to your bench because there's a reason that you're weak at it, and we got to bring that up. So that's always a gold mine when we can find a good weak point like that. Uh, another thing I, I really love, and you know, this is something that if you ever read any of Josh Bryant's books, um, on the bench press and, and things that he does, isometric work. And we don't think of that too often. Isometric work is a great way to get time under tension in a specific zone at max effort. You know, how often do we train max effort? We don't really train max effort that often. You know, if you think about it, how often are you actually maxing out and, and displaying that type of force? Very, very little uh, amount. You know, in, the, in terms of a training cycle. But if we use isometrics, say we press an empty bar into the pins of a rack, we can display max effort force for a good amount of time. We could go 5, 10 seconds pushing that bar as hard as we can into the rack at that exact sticking point. So if you have longer arms and you really have to develop strength through that mid-range transition point, press that bar into the rack, into the pins, set right at that point you usually fail, and just give it five, eight seconds, something like that, display that max effort force, and that's going to yield you a huge training effect getting through that mid-range. That's a really good one because isometrics will, you know, develop a few degrees above, a few degrees below that range of motion you're training. Yep, precisely. Uh, you're not, you're getting actually a little bit of a range. I think um, it was shown 15 degrees yep. above, below. Um, that particular range of motion in the joint. So, great way to attack a weak point um, doing some of that isometric stuff. So, we got floor pressing, isometrics. I love the board pressing. Uh, trying to think of some more. Uh, the pin press. Love me some pin pressing too. Um, that's great because now you're putting a bar at that specific uh, range of motion and you have to press it from a complete dead stop. So there's no eccentric accompanying that. It's just you and everything you got pressing from that exact point. Okay, so it's a, a strict concentric only. And uh, that's great as well for blasting through that sticking point. But those are some of my favorites in terms of like main or secondary type movements. Uh, you can also, uh, of course, hit your triceps hard. You know, what's your favorite tricep accessory? Ooh. Uh, it's a tough one to pick because there's so many goddamn many of them. You, you know, know I like some close grip bench press because I feel like, you know, I already have trouble with the bench. But without a specific bench press movement. All right. Gotta Talking go. like elbow extension. Gotta go tricep extension. 
like you know, get a nice stable cross where you rope push down. Yep. Rope push down. Uh, I gotta go with rope push down probably as well, just because it's so simple and its use. But it's almost every gym I've ever been to has a cable cross. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else I really like though is that X band extension. You ever do those? Yeah. That's great because um, the downfall of the rope is sometimes you can't get a great spread at the bottom. Um, and I know that kind of holds a lot of people back from feeling it good, but especially if you throw someone that's not used to getting the feel of the triceps on an X-band extension, it's going to knock them out right away. It's going to be the knockout punch. So you, you, uh, you hang two bands up, right? And then you just cross them. Real simple. X-band extension, right? in the name makes an X. And then you're going to fire out. So you actually get that spread in the bottom, um, and that gives you a, a totally different feel than you would get with a rope pushdown. You know what else I've been exploring with, with the rope pushdown is just grabbing the rope in different areas too. Um, grabbing it, you know, whether it's it's lower or higher up. I actually like the feel of keeping uh, my hands higher up on the rope. Um, just seems to get me, uh, you know, better hit on the tricep head that way. But the thing with tricep accessories, you got so many of them, so many different combinations, things that you can do. Everyone has a different preference. Uh, and then it's like making those small tweaks, like where you grab the rope and stuff, that really changes everything for you. And then if one of those movements hurts your elbow, because I know it's pretty common, skull crushers yeah. hurt my elbow, I can't do them, find another one. There are, there are so many tricep exercises to do, you're going to find one that doesn't hurt. Yeah, never try to lock yourself into a specific movement. You know, it's like I said with all these different bench movements too. Um, sure, some people can't really tolerate a close grip bench, especially full range. Um, so if like a floor press bothers you, switch to a pin press. Do something different. Um, don't be the dummy that locks them into the movement that's bothering them and just keeps promoting you know, poor positioning and then beating yourself up. It's just wear and tear. Um, so a lot of people I know can't really tolerate skull crushers well. Yeah. I don't like tolerating. I don't uh, do well with skull crushers. Especially if you're doing this just for powerlifting. There's three movements you have to do. The rest are up to you. Find ones that don't take away from your main movement. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, I like that. The three that you have to do, rest is up to you. So you got a lot of variation with it. But, um, you know, that's the best way to attack the mid-range is, is those exercises I listed. Tricep accessories, just getting the triceps stronger. Um, another interesting one, too, is just building more speed off the chest to help carry you through. So that's where something like speed work will come in, where you're actually trying to get more power development off the chest and just becoming uh, faster lifter. You're trying to switch over those muscle fibers to fast twitch as best you can. Uh, so that's going to um, encompass having a uh, lower bar weight probably a good amount of band chain tension and just moving that bar real explosively usually for for reps all right so uh those are some ways that you can attack that but again guys you know start to sum it up here the big thing the big reason that most people and i'd say about 90 percent so have trouble in the mid-range of the bench press is because of technique guarantee it you send me a video i challenge you send me a video and i guarantee we can figure out why that's happening via technique all right um and then once you you know get so so say you're a heaver right you're heaving the bar you're sinking it into your chest you're using momentum and get it up all right we stop doing that 
Now the new challenge, what's going to happen real quick is now your sticking point is going to become off the chest because now you're going to pause. Now you're going to have a hard time even getting that bar moving because you have to develop the strength there. That's where your deficit is. So stop training your triceps because that's not helping you. Right? Train where your deficit is off your chest. Get stronger there until that becomes your strength. And then you might, you might start slowly developing back into that midpoint uh, weakness. But it's going to take a long time of just taking a step back and developing off the chest. Uh, but it's going to be rewarding to you instead of just training your triceps and not really attacking the root of the issue. So, I mean, that's just what I hate to see as everyone is just kind of misinformed. Yeah. It's, just pumping those triceps, trying to fix their bench, and it just kind of just stays there. Yeah, it's not it's not the mid-range guys that uh, you don't have to keep hitting all those tricep accessories. It's, it's something totally different uh, in terms of technique. So if you're unsure if this is you or not, um, you know, feel free shoot me an email or a message on Instagram. You can reach me at coachben at bigbenches.com, uh, and then we will take a look at that and determine what the hell's going on. All right? So... Uh, that pretty much sums up what I wanted to cover today on the mid-range. All right, so again, if that sounds like you, love to take a look for you, help you out with that. Uh, but again, guys, technique is everything. And um, you got to look at that before you go and jump to uh, conclusions on what's weak or not. You know, you have to have good, proper technique and form down. All right, so you can check out those focus groups they're free, all right? I run them completely free so you guys can get in there and, and get better at benching. I want to help you as much as possible. Uh, so make sure that you're looking out for that. Again, you can sign up through the Instagram, uh, the link in the bio. All right, you'll see a sign up for that. And, sure, you'll uh, throw the link in the uh, podcast description too. Yeah, we could do that. And um, sign up for those. They're going to be worth your, your time. Um, includes a post today. All right, I put up a, a tip or a video trick, something that's going to help you with that specific issue. And likewise, you can post videos, and I can give you more direct feedback. All right, so instead of you wondering, we can kind of get to the root of the problem and uh, get after correcting it. All right, guys, Thanksgiving's right around the corner. I mean, when you listen to this, it is Thanksgiving. So <laughs> I hope you have a great Thanksgiving, and I hope you listen to the Benchcast while you're cooking your turkey. That would be pretty awesome. All right. We will talk to you soon. We got some great guests coming on in the coming weeks here. So make sure you look out for that. We're going to have some really great conversations regarding bench pressing. All right. Hope this one helped you out. If it did, give me a little shout out. Let me know it helped. And again, check out those focus groups. Here with small arm, leg strong, Coach Ben. And you've been listening to The Bench Bench Care.